Gang, quick reminder, Thursday, September 24th at 7 p.m., we're going to be doing a live show. Are you garbage at the Punchline in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania? Come and check us out. Yeah, guys, it's going to be a good show. We're going to do a live stand-up and a live podcast with special guest Mike Rainey from Dad Meat Podcast. So check it out. Get your tickets now. Yes, sir. Hey, gang, it's your old pals, Uncle Hank and Kippy. Just want to thank you for tuning in to Are You Garbage? Yeah, guys, make sure you subscribe. That way you get the episode as they come out. And you can also go to gasdigitalnetwork.com, use promo code AYG to get bonus content and get the episodes before they come out and HD streaming. Do it. Yeah. Welcome to another exciting edition of Are You Garbage? The show where you find out if your favorite comedians are classy individuals or absolute trash. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Ryan and H. Foley. Ooh, baby! Hey, everybody out there, and welcome back to everybody's favorite new podcast. This is Are You Garbage, the show where we sit down with your favorite comedians and find out if they grew up classy or if they're absolute trash. I'm your host, H. Foley, coming at you on a glorious day here, a beautiful fall day here in New York City, alive and well in the heart of the East Village at the Gas Digital Studios. Mm -hmm. We're coming at you, feeling fucking fantastic. Yeah. My co-host is coming at you from right next to me. Gang, you know him, you love him. He's the brains behind the operation. Let me tell you something. The next time you're reaching for a best pal, you go ahead and make it a kippy. Mm -hmm. He tastes great, he's less filling, and now available in an eight-pack. So check that out. (laughs) Give it up for Kevin James Ryan, everyone. Hey, what's up, gang? Thanks so much for tuning in. As always, we appreciate it. Um, Couple of things, couple points of business up front to get uh, out of the way. Uh, Just announced, uh, okay, fully showing off his, uh, the t-shirts are finally going out, everybody. You're getting your merch, your Garbaggio. Tweak those pics. And your clean living shirts are being delivered. Thank you so much for all the support. We appreciate it. Also, please make sure you rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Yes. Full video available on YouTube. You can subscribe there as well. Mm-hmm. Also, check out people, the, the listeners have started uh, Reddit and Facebook groups. We appreciate that. Go join those if you're on those. And the fucking live show. Let's cut to the fucking chase. Yikes, Fuck Reddit. Philly. We're coming back. Fuck all that fucking bullshit. The live show where we make our bread and butter, baby. <laughs> At the Punchline in Philly. Check it out. Woo! It'll be Thursday, September 24th, 7 p.m., we're going to do a live stand-up and a live podcast. With Philadelphia's own Mike Rainey. Yeah, it's going to be an outside show. They have it all set up. Um, that's going to fucking sell out, so get your tickets, baby. This thing's got a motor on it, okay? And even if it doesn't, we're still saying it's sold out. <laughs> Woo! It's a sellout at whatever number of tickets we sell. Fake news, baby. Yeah. Fake news. But, gang, that's neither here nor there. Talk about a fucking rocket ship. We could not be more excited to have our incredibly special personal guest fate. here with us today. One of our personal fucking favorites. He is an extremely successful stand-up comedian and actor. He has appeared on The Late Late Show, Premium Blend, The Wild West Comedy Tour, Chelsea Lately. He has his own Comedy Central Presents. He's been on Lopez Tonight, Comics Unleashed, Ooh. The Joe Rogan Experience, This Is Not Happening, The Church of What's Happening Now, and of course he has his own stand-up special out called Principal's Office. And as an actor, you've seen him in CSI New York, Beer League, Weeds, Legacy, In the Cut, and of course... The Netflix fucking runaway hit, <laughs> Cobra Kai. And I got 20 that says that he could knock out LaRusso and Lawrence in one fucking shot. But the big question in everybody's mind today, is he garbage? I say, no way. I say this guy irons his fucking underwear. Give it up for the one, the only, Brett Ernst, everybody. Yeah. 
Buddy. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> hey, man. I'm trying to get my camera to work. What happened? There we go. There we go. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> We're doing good. What's up, buddy? He's Thanks. just one of those guys. He just yeah. makes us laugh when we see Dude, you, got, you have just funny guy rhythm. You know what I mean? You have like East Coast Italian funny guy rhythm. It's, it's, most Italians have it from the East Coast. You know, dude, I, I also got uh, the East Coast Italian uh, don't know how to use tranching, too. I, I have a camera. I got a better camera. It's not working. I don't know how to make it work. Oh, you look good. You sound great, right? Yeah. Del, we good? I'll take your word for it. You look good, buddy. Thank you so much for doing the show. Congratulations on fucking Cobra Kai. Well, thanks, man. No, I appreciate it, bro. That's insane. Yeah. It was it was on YouTube for a couple of years, and then it hit Netflix and fucking took the fuck off, right? Yeah, no. I mean, we shot it, uh, yeah, like two years ago. And well, season three we, is already done. It's in the can, ready to go. Nice. Uh, they just haven't premiered it yet. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 a very very uh, you know pleasant surprise. I didn't expect it to be this you know this big. You know, what uh, I mean? dude, they they just they did it so well, man. It, like it makes fun of itself. It has the perfect tone. It fucking has the nostalgia, and it also fucking you know it it, it like reinvents Karate Kid. It's like was he the fucking bully? Was he not the bully? You know, fucking Johnny Lawrence was getting fucking iced by his parents, so that's why he was acting out. The whole thing's fucking great, man. I love it. Yeah, thanks, man. I mean, um, you know, but you know, everybody forgets too that Johnny, he was a kid. There are they were just kids. You say it like you're his cousin coming into court. I love it. Your Honor, he's a kid. He don't know. <laughs> Fucking cook out on the beach trying to relax, play a little soccer. All of a sudden, this punk shows up with a fucking red hoodie going after Elizabeth Shoe on me. What is Jersey attitude? <laughs> I'd love to see Elizabeth nah. Shoe on the show, man. I fucking love her. Ventures and babysitting. That was it for me. Good night. You know, she's. She's in that show, uh, The Boys. She's yeah, in season one. Right? She's fucking yeah. great in it yeah. too. And I know. Yeah, so, I do you like, think you're garbage? You said you do, but be honest. I mean, you, you you keep yourself well together. You know what I mean. You look sharp. You act sharp. What makes you think that you're garbage? You know, I don't know what what the criteria is. So well, let's go through the. <laughs> well, saying criteria is not <laughs> <laughs> saying criteria is one of the criteria that you should not say the word criteria. Yeah, he's pointing at us with two fingers. <laughs> What's the criteria? <laughs> now, which one's the fat one? Huh? <laughs> but no, the only thing that I, that I can see getting you on is you're you're a child of the '80s. You were an '80s kid. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a tough look. There's a lot of fashion. There's a lot of things that went down in the 80s that are tough. That's tough to overlook. But I say now, no way. But we're going to find out. We're going to have a little fun. We're going to see what's up. And what is the what is the origin story of Bret Hart? You're from you're from Jersey, right? You're a Jersey guy. Um, yeah, I'm both. Uh, I'm more South Florida, but I was raised in Jersey. Like, you know, I, uh, I went back oh, and forth. Yikes. 15 Wait. different times. So tell us this story. So where'd you grow up? Uh, in Passaic, New Jersey, and yeah. in Fort Lauderdale. Wow. So back, I went to high school down here in Fort Lauderdale. I'm in Florida right now, actually. Do you live down there full time, or you're just there for the for the pandemic? 
I I, uh, I just bought a place in Vegas, so oh, nice. and then I just came down here to stay with my mom. So she's in, she's in the other room right now cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Brett, keep it down in there. That's the best thing about the pandemic. It's like all these fucking you know all these established comedians are broadcasting from like a closet in their fucking mom's house. It's great. I love it. Does she still hook it up? Does she hook the food up? Make dinner, breakfast, the oh, whole nine yeah. yards? Yeah, yeah. Man. I don't know what is. Mom's and breakfast. I don't know what it is, man. The trashier you are, the better the bacon, egg, and cheese is. I don't know what, but my mom puts out a fucking Michelin star bacon, egg, and cheese in the morning. My mom thinks she makes these pancakes, man. I don't know how she does it. Um, <laughs> and they're just phenomenal. They're just amazing. Yeah. Ah, that's too good. So, brothers and sisters, what was the deal? What'd your, what'd your dad do? What'd your mom do? And what was with all the uh, the back and forth between Florida and Jersey? Oh, he froze up. Oh. Are we there? Yeah, you're yeah, good. Yeah, you're good now. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, it's it's <laughs> already qualifying for trash. I know. <laughs> well, Fort Lauderdale. I mean, we could have wrapped it right yeah, the there. Yeah, two, the two places you've spent most time is fucking Passaic, New Jersey, and Fort Lauderdale. They are two tough places to come out yeah, of. Yeah, we're just doing this for ad time at this point. <laughs> it's just fucking going through the motions. <laughs> but I still well, say no. All right. Well, um, background wise, uh, you know, single mom, okay. uh, had a brother, old, uh, had a, I was a middle, middle child. And then my mom remarried, had a stepfather later on and I have a step older sister and a step older brother. Okay. And is that where you guys moved down to Florida? Um, actually back to Jersey and then back they they we went back and forth. So gotcha. It, it was both. It didn't, it didn't matter. Yeah. They remarried in my mother remarried in Jersey though. Okay. What kind of houses are we talking about in Jersey and Florida? Apartments, condos, single family homes. What's the what's the neighborhoods that you're growing up like? I grew up in mostly apartments. When my mom remarried with my uh, with my stepfather, we had a house like a house up there, and then moved down here, and then uh, apartments mostly in my life. Yeah. yeah. My mom. Okay. And I'm laughing just, right now. I know I'm checking boxes. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I feel like two fucking feds. You're not giving us anything. You're being real vague. You're like, you won't get you. I can't get you nail you down for a timeline. That's the Italian in him, dude. Yeah, you know, you can't you you can't hammer hammer down answers. He's like, maybe I was there, maybe I wasn't. What'd your mom do? Yeah, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You know, she uh, my mom. Uh, you know, she she raised us mostly on her own, so gotcha. the three of us, most of my life, you know. So, but you, um, yeah, it is definitely definitely apartments would be would be the answer. Did you start working at a young age? Yeah, I've been working. I mean, literally, I've been working since I was like ten. Yeah. <laughs> what was yeah, the first job? That, yeah. Uh, doing uh construction grunt cleanup when I was a kid and at ten landscape. Yeah, eleven. Yeah, God I was always on. I was on. Yeah. Dude, I'm not joking, man. I've worked. I've worked every every day. I've never not worked. I mean, I've I started two, when I've I was. Done. I started when I was twelve, but not fucking construction at ten. That's hardcore. Well, you just clean it up. You're like a fucking bus boy for the uh, skilled laborers. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you know, but my first official on the books job was fourteen. I worked okay. at uh, Skyline. I was a, I was a Skyline Chili. I worked as a cook. Damn, a Chili's is that what you said? Skyline Chili. It was like a uh, fast food. You just threw the fucking chili in the heater, and then <laughs> I wasn't cooking. 
<laughs> you know, he's out back smoking and saying, yeah, it's hard work. He's like talking to the cocktail waitress. Chef Ernst. Yeah. <laughs> showing the waitresses your not showing the waitresses your knives and shit. It's <laughs> awesome. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's too good. All right, well, let's get in a little fucking are you garbage here, uh, Brett? We're gonna ask you a series of questions. Um, answer them open and honestly, as, to the best of your ability. Um, if it sparks anything, you know, please uh, feel free to elaborate. You're talking to two scumbags from Philly, so you're in good company here. All right. I know. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I had chili before I came in here. So that's where we're at. Let's kick off some basics. So you moved around a lot, but we're going to, uh, I'll center on high school. You said it was in Jersey, right? Or was in Florida? No, no, no. A lot of that plantation. Okay. okay. All right. So you let, 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 let's kind of focus around that time around Florida. You, you're living in okay. an apartment. So uh, what was the name of the street that you, that you, that you lived on down there? Yeah. Well, let's see. Uh, this is tough. Uh, there's, uh, it's a court. It's like 15th court or 33rd court or something like that. That's not too bad. Now, is this a, is this a condo community? No, it's apartment complexes. It's an apartment. Was there a swimming pool? Yes, of course. Every Ooh. every uh, complex down here has a swimming pool. Yeah. Okay. So it's got a little Karate Kid kind of vibe, coincidentally enough. Correct? Yeah, I mean, if you're not familiar with South Florida, it's the complexes. Everywhere you go, it's, it's got a, a pool. And, um, you know, it's it's a lot of... There's a lot of apartment complexes down here. Just put you like that. Got it. Like the Florida Project. Like that movie. I didn't see it, but uh, I'm sure. pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> if it took place in Florida, then yeah. I'll go with that. Sorry, sorry, I was reaching on the on, yeah. the on the 2017 William Defoe indie there. I apologize. Yeah. I'm trying him. to get something out of him. He's ice cold on us. I'm not cold. I'm just yeah. asking me. I don't, know what I don't know what the fuck you want me to say. I, the, <laughs> Department that and I, I don't know what to say. That's <laughs> no, fine. I love it. Go ahead. Kim. All right. What got? was the name of the grocery store that you guys shopped at growing up? Yes. Um. Well, there's Food Town when we were in Jersey. A and P. Um. A and P is not bad. Food Town's pretty tough. A and P is not bad. Yeah. A and P. Uh. But Food Town, Publix, and, and Wendy. Was okay. the one, but mostly. Yeah, Publix. Yeah, I've never been. Was it nice? Is how? Where's that fall? Do you feel like? Would you shop at a Publix today? Where do you shop now? Compare yeah. that. By the way, what I think is hilarious, like, where did you two grow up? Like, <laughs> who the fuck? <laughs> fucking grocery store, <laughs> and I think having a pool in an apartment complex is classy. <laughs> We're garbage, dude. We, we told you. We grew up in the suburbs of Philly. We're like it's suburban, suburban white trash through and through. Where the fuck did you do? There's grow still up? there's still an unfinished shed in my mom's backyard that started that started construction in like '88. Yeah, we're not judging. Which is this is the criteria in which we determine whether you know someone else is, like, like if you went to a if Kroger, if you you shopped at a Kroger, or if you were like, oh yeah, we used to get groceries out of Sunoco. You're fucking trash. Now, I'm sure now, where do you shop now out in L.A.? You go to Ralph's, you, uh, you Trader Joe's? Yeah, Ralph's, you know, whatever's convenient, man. See, that's classic. Yeah, yeah, but the down here, it's Publix is like, if you're really uppity, you go, obviously, to the Whole Foods. Or yeah. there's another one now called uh, Atari or Amari or some shit. <laughs> but um, the average person uh, goes to, uh, you know, the trash shops at Publix, but there's okay. no other <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa. Publix is all class. Hey, shut up, you. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who's that? Where did he come from? 
That was the owner of Publix. <laughs> yeah. We got ad time with him. Yeah. I was a bag boy there, too, when I was like yeah, 16. Okay. That's the best. I was a bag boy at an Acme up here. And, dude, the people that you work with at a supermarket when you're a kid, you work with some, like, the dudes in, like, the meat department and shit, those are some, like, those those guys can get you ketamine after your shift and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, if you're, if you're over 30 working there, there's some injuries. <laughs> you always got, like, that young, hot 19-year-old girl at the bakery. Dude, we were know? just talking about that, yeah. <laughs> You know, it was pretty cool, man. I mean, to be honest with you, I, I worked there basically through the holidays, but I also worked there to, um, I used to sell shit like in, in school, candy and, and stuff like that. And I was always uh, clipping shit from, from, the, uh, from the back. That's fantastic. I, like, I used to grab bags of that shit. I was always finding a way to, to, uh, to, to hustle uh, and make you know, extra money. Make a little extra scuttle, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I had a buddy when we worked. We worked at the Acme. My buddy, would, he was in the produce, and he would sell weed out of the produce department. He would be like, yo, leave the money under the apples, the weeds under the fucking bananas or whatever. And there'd be like dime bags and shit. Dude, listen, man. Down here, when I was in high school down here, everything was drugs. Everything. I mean, everywhere you... It was in the 80s, so yeah. it's like cocaine cowboy, you know? And it was just everywhere, everywhere. So, uh, you know, I didn't really, I didn't, I never touched anything like that in, in high school, you know, um, mm-hmm. but it was everywhere, man. Yeah. Damn. That had to be wide open down uh, there at that point. Been, the Coke must've been great. I sold, I sold a lot of like, uh, like I, I used to sell like fake steroids to kids. <laughs> <laughs> what the needles? No, you get, you get a little, uh, vial and you fill it with Western oil. <laughs> oh my god, that's insane, dude! That's yeah, so funny. That used to, uh, used to uh, always, always hook up with this kid. With you know, they don't know what the fuck they were doing. <laughs> but we and, you know, but yeah, when I was when I was a teenager, that's great. Wesson oil. That's he didn't get any bigger, and his cholesterol's through the roof. Yeah. That's fucking vicious. That's like that's dude. That's something else to have that mentality to see kids like wanting wanting steroids, and you're gonna be like, "Yeah, listen, listen, jerk off, come over, meet me in the parking lot after school." Well, my friend actually, you know, really sold some shit back then. I mean, like we were teenagers, yeah. and I would refill the bottles and then Ooh, resell them again. Uh, that's diabolical. Testosterone, Prima Bowling, all that shit. That well, Prima Bowling came in full form. But like you know, he had all that going on, and then my other friend, you know, we we, we, we had a lot of uh, we had a little bit of operations going on when we were kids. Dude, that's fantastic. What was the what was the whip in high school? What what, what year did you graduate high school? Nineteen ninety. So ninety. So you were right there, man. So what was the what were you driving around South Florida in? What was the car? Oh, uh, dude, I had a uh, oh this will let you know. I, I had a Ford Escort, uh, but it was a, a little mini station wagon. Yep. But in the back, I had two MTX 15s. <laughs> oh. Uh, hold on. <laughs> Gets even better. See, this is a- garbage. This is what the show is. <laughs> now you get it. Right. <laughs> you the surface cuts. Um, no, uh, I had an acoustic amp, a Clarion um, receiver with a pyramid EQ, uh, Fosgate uh, crossover. I'm, I'm driving around, and, you know, all of it, was either uh, stolen or purchased on state credit cards. <laughs> yeah, and I'm banging, I'm, I'm banging the, you know, 
I'm basing basing music driving around at a fucking two hundred dollar station. <laughs> yeah, the car's rattling so much, the mirrors and shit yeah. are falling off of it. The glue's coming undone, dude. Yeah, my, if- my my boy that put it in, man, he didn't ground the wire right, so like, <laughs> that motherfucker would, you know, it wouldn't even start or it would stall if you turn. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't put the blinkers on and shit. Um, it's not, I get it, dude. Everybody in high school, like, wanted a system for sure. But the fact that you still remember every part yeah, of the equipment that you had in your escort is so well, trashy. You're like, I had the phasers, the fucking 215s. Well, that's another thing we were, we were involved in. We, my, me and my buddies. <laughs> I'm not joking, man. I, I, I'm not. I mean, I, I wish, I don't know if it's funny or not or whatever, but oh, it's, it's funny. Great, dude. It's funny. I love it. Yeah, we used to, uh, you know, we used to take systems and shit and, uh, uh, you know, that's like you. Uh, you didn't have a. I don't know if you know what a center punch is. I don't think so. Oh, you guys are nowhere near real garbage. <laughs> We're not boosting fucking cars. What do you mean? <laughs> well, I mean, like, I thought we got. I thought we were bonding here. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to try to sell us a license plate in a minute. Well, gonna ask you if you. He's going to ask you if you put chili on your big bike, not fucking Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> All right. So what is it? What is it? Huh? What is it? So what's the the pin thing? The center punch is you use that to pop a window, right? But it doesn't shatter that loud. But if you don't have a center punch, you can use the top of a spark plug to pop it. You throw it at the the ceramic and it'll pop the window. And, you know, you just pop. You go in, go in, get the shit, take it out. You know, you're you're, you're at night. I mean, look, you know, when you're you're younger, you don't realize how, you know – how fucked up that is stupid it is yeah 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 Yeah, but you know we also had guys that god forbid that you know that were waiting in case somebody came out yeah yeah yeah. somebody yeah if you if somebody realizes you're running up on their car yeah right so there's guys waiting to to take that guy out if he's running out not not to kill him but (laughs) yeah yeah to slow him down at least (laughs) yeah slow him down to get out of there and then uh you know we we did that when we were kids and and um damn do you ever get pinched doing any of this shit yeah, 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 yeah. I got uh, as a juvenile, I got caught a couple times, and as an adult, I got caught a couple times. Damn, pretty sweet. Any yeah, serious I, time? No, 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 no. I mean, I you know, I had a couple of uh, uh, batteries when I was like in, in my early twenties, just for fighting and shit. But you know, other than that, as a kid, no. I mean, you know, they let us, they let you go. Really, I mean, yeah. you know, things were wide open. Yeah, that was a different time yeah, back then. Dude. Time, they're not going to waste their time. And, you know, they had a juvie camp. Well, when I was in middle school in New Jersey, I had stolen a car. <laughs> what kind I of car? Okay. Was it the Escort? <laughs> My friend stole it. I didn't, I didn't steal it. I just rode shotgun and laughed the whole fucking time. <laughs> That's um, what I love. Like, you have, like, the comedian cri- slash criminal. Like, you're partaking in these crimes and being like, this is going to be a great fucking story. You know what I mean? That's a comedian well, brain. I talk about it in my special principal's office, um, but it's it, the kid that stole it was like, I, I, I mean, now I feel like I'm working a bit, but it's, sure, you know, yeah. my comedy, I'm actually telling an actual story. Mm-hmm, but sure. He was, he was that kid that you always knew growing up was going to go to jail. Like that one kid that was, <laughs> like, no, you know, like that kid that I was I know always, that kid. I got that. I grew up with those kids. Yeah. He was always outside. You know what I mean? It's like a fucking Wednesday at midnight and he's just outside all the time. Yeah, 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 for sure. Oh, man, those kids were shifty as shit. Yeah. Never went over to his house for dinner. If you did, you were like, what the fuck? And he was like a grown, he looked like a grown man and shit. You know, he had a dick and a beard and you're like, fuck, man. 
Yeah. But now I'm kind of doing a bit. So sure. <laughs> no, no, no. I know. Yeah, for sure, though. How'd you get pinched steel in the car? Excuse me? How'd you get pinched steel in the car? Did they, like, pull you over? Well, we... Am I freezing? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, you're okay. Uh, yeah, no, we um we wrecked the motherfucker, and then the four of us took off running. And me and my buddy, Al D'Antonio, went one way, and then the other kid... I just shouted out Big Al, by the way. Shout out to Big... Dude, that's the best name. Shout out to Al D'Antonio. And then uh, <laughs> went the other way, and... They ended up getting pinched, and you know, damn. They named names. No, they didn't roll on us, man. But um, the the moms figured it out. Yeah. Oh, uh, the moms got you busted. My mom. Yeah, yeah. Of course. That's you know, a good listen, mom, man, though. Yeah, it is. My mom. Uh, you know, she, me, me, and my younger brother were were a handful. My older so, brother were, you know, he was the responsible one. Yeah. And your mom made you go down to the to the station and turn yourself in. Um. No, uh, it's 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 not. The, the, the punishment wasn't other than the fucking massive beating and all that shit. But you know, we we had to we had to help work it off. Yeah, and, you know, like, grow- they they kept us out of the camp, but they set my other two friends up there. Yeah, there was that was big when we were when I we were kids. They would like uh, kids would like garage hot. They'd like go steal beer out of your garage and shit or like whatever. And they would get these thing called act weekends, where it was like boot camp, but for the weekend, like up in the Poconos or something. Oh, fuck so they'd that. send you up there for two days, and you would just like run up and down mountains carrying like fucking logs and shit. The other thing we used to remember Bradley's. Did you guys have Bradley's? Nah, yeah, the what, clothing store. Yeah, it was like a department, like a yeah, absolutely. Camp. Bradley's was, was all right. So we used to. Uh, uh, it's so they're so stupid. Like they, they would. <laughs> It was behind the times, but like they would have bikes and they would have like the flat tires on the bikes. But yet you go over two aisles, there's a fucking bike pump. <laughs> right? So we would fill the tires up, right? Like, like, you know, somebody would look and kids would run around. And then my little brother, me, and my friends, we would jump and ride the fucker right out of the store, man. Just Jesus. take off. Dude, he said that. That's pretty sweet. He said they got bike pumps in the second aisle. Like, they're asking them to steal the fucking bike. Like, what do you want me to do? They got bike pumps right there. What am I, a jerk off? Come on. You got to lock these things up. Like, they, they think that's the way to deter you from stealing it, but there's fucking bike bike pumps two, two hours over. You yeah, no, uh, dude, fucking home run. That's brilliant. What kind of bikes? Do they have good bikes at Bradley's, or are we talking like a Huffy? Nah, man, that's that's also how you know. Like, I never had, um, like, you know, I, I always see like kids posting about their bikes. Like, they always wanted this bike. Like, mm-hmm. we just yeah. we always bike. talk about it. Like, my buddy, getting back to my friend Al, he he used to have a bike, but I, I never had one. And you know, when we would take them, you just use them and then get rid of them. And then, uh, but I would be like on the handlebars. My brother would be on the. It's like a fucking <laughs> tiny circuit. Got eight kids on a on one kid with the bike. Yeah, I don't feel. I feel like kids don't do that anymore, dude. Back in the eighties and nineties, you could have six kids on a fucking six kids on a dyno going down the block. Wait, kids don't do what? Credit card fraud? What are we talking about here? I thought about this one too. This is great. So my buddy Al, Al and his brother Vinny. Um, they, of course, uh, Al's brother's name is Vinny. I love it. They were typical, you know, grease monkeys. You know what I mean? And uh, we had taken a mail truck. They had a mail truck. In what one the of fuck? No, listen, it was in a junkyard. It was just sitting there. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I thought you robbed yeah. the mailman. No, 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 no. And 
they they fixed the mail truck up and we used to fucking drive around. <laughs> we were like 13 fucking years old. I swear to God, man. And, you know, and, and the seat's on the other side. <laughs> You're like, it's an import. Don't worry about it. It's kids is... It came over from England. Holy shit, that's fucking uh, awesome. Fixing up yeah. a mail truck. We used to cruise around in that motherfucker, man. And uh, when we were kids. You I, take you it know, on the street? On the street? Yeah, you would you walk around the park all over the fucking place, yeah. <laughs> did anybody ever stop you and ask for their mail or anything like that? <laughs> no, it, was, you know, it, it didn't have the uh, USA shit on it, you know? It was like all faded and all fucked up, you know what I mean? Vinny's mail service I, I on the side? That's so funny. <laughs> I just fucking thought I remember that, man. That's fucking crazy. Dude, that's fucking They're great. Or something up in New York or New Jersey now, the brothers. They have a racing team. Oh, what, oh really? What kind of racing? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, I, uh, whatever. Uh, with like the cars. Cars. Holy uh, shit. That's not too bad. Yeah, yeah. They, they, race cars, they fix cars and stuff. They've been doing that since they were kids, man. They, that's the kid that can make a mini bike out of a fucking lawnmower. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I had my dude. My buddy Vinny was the same thing. He knew his way around a small engengine like it was nobody's business. <laughs> A little two-stroke. Keep yeah. it moving. Oh, that's too fucking funny. All right. Let's get into a little more. Are you garbage here? Uh, I got one. Um, do you own any sword collections? Or growing up, did you have a samurai sword? Nah, hell no, man. No? Yeah. Okay. Um, have you ever had a pet bird? I'm oh, sorry. I always carry a knife all the time. Jesus I Christ. <laughs> I never had what the fuck is that? <laughs> He's just flashing yeah. steel. That's like something from Lord of the Rings, too. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's like I have like a bunch of these that I used to carry around. You do you know? still do you still carry a knife on you? It's like Chris Angel made this fucking. <laughs> I know that definitely has a hot topic vibe to it. <laughs> Came with a lava lamp. <laughs> Wait, are you still sticking people? What's going on? Do you like to knife people? What's the deal? No, just man, in case. You know, I, no, you just, you know, you carry it around. I, you know, I, it's funny. When I got married for like 10 years, my wife really um, helped me get over a lot of things. Like, you know, because, you know, I don't know where it was by you, man. And, you know, again, I don't know if I'm downplaying this or not. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and I did. I talk about it. You you grow up a certain way. You think everybody else grows up that way. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of problems. Like there was always fights. There was always something happening. And it took forever for me to even go out of the house with with fucking flip flops on. I would never even wear flip flops <laughs> when we went out. You got to be ready. Yeah, you got. Yeah, you got to be good. Yeah. yeah. And the funny thing is, is like things never really popped off like that all the time. You just you're always on high alert, sure. thinking something will. But then the one time it does, you're, you're there. You're ready. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That's why if you ever see a guy with Tim's tied up, you know he's ready. He's, that he's dude ready means fucking business. If anybody, if any, you see a dude on the subway with his Tim's tied to the knee, fucking steer clear of him. Yeah, we we. I wouldn't say, but I wouldn't say by any stretch of the imagination who grew up like that. You definitely grew up tougher, and that sounds like a tough town and tougher times. But there's well, I would say this too, like because I was raised by my single mom, like me and my little brother, we we always we lived in a really rough area at one point, and mm-hmm. you know, even as a kid, like we, I would set up like in the house, like if you we'd have a bat here, God forbid somebody broke in, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. we were gonna protect her 
And like, we used to have to go to the laundromat as a kid. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I, this has definitely got to qualify me for some kind of garbage. <laughs> but uh, when, your parents, when your mom has to go to the laundromat, you, you follow, you know, I would follow her at like, at like seven or eight with, you know, just making sure nobody's going to fuck with her. And then, Jesus. and when you get, I don't know if you've ever been to a laundromat, especially in like Florida and Jersey. <laughs> Holy shit. It's like a fucking Star Wars canteen. <laughs> Yeah. The champagne's <laughs> not great. There's <laughs> filth everywhere. <laughs> but I, I think that that plays into it as well. You know, I was always as you know, I was always worried as a kid. You know what I'm gotcha. saying? Sure. Well, I think there's a thing too when like violence is semi-normalized. Like if you grow up in a place where like you see you see fights and if, when fights are a possible outcome of you know of engagements or like of conflict, it just becomes normalized. I remember I was fucking. Go- took my cousin golfing one time and like this dude hit up like this dude like hit up on him a couple of times and he's like you know he like fucking hang sheetrock and then all of a sudden he's like they're like they're toe to toe in the fairway and he's got his club my cousin's got his club over his shoulder and he's like the guy's like what are you gonna hit me with that and he just goes yeah if i have to and i'm like oh he's living in another fucking world than i am like just like yeah i will hit you if i have to do it dude and, you know, I think the 80s, too, when, when, like, I remember one time my school teacher, uh, there were two kids that were, that were you know, riffing in the classroom. And then um, he just said, fuck it. And he, and he cleared the desks out. And he said, you two right now, go at it. And yeah. when it's over, you take hands. And, you know, and he let them fight right in the middle of the fucking classroom. Damn. That's fucking awesome. And they you don't do that. I mean, a... you can't do that today. Oh, oh, you'd be in fucking jail. <laughs> yeah. And and Kevin and I have a, have a theory that we talk about now. Obviously, like I said, we didn't grow up anything near like that. But we've both been fucking punched in the face before, and you know, you know, grew up around somewhat violent circumstances. And in the long run, don't you feel like that's a lot of problem with people, like people that have never been punched in the face? That's where, as an adult, yeah, they a- run their mouth and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I actually say that if, if you've never been punched in the face, I don't trust you. Yeah, yeah. Sure. It, tells me, it tells me, you know, it tells me that you don't have opinions, convictions. It tells me that you fucking that some shit happened and you ran. That's what mm-hmm. the fuck that tells me. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it. And by the way, it doesn't hurt. You know, like yeah. I, I talk about that. Um, am I freezing again? No, you're okay. You're good. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's good to scrap it out, man. I mean, look. It, like, I guess it was different times. I, I was telling my mom this. It's like, I, I never really realized I would be alive to see a whole different America. Like, you know, when your grandparents would say that and then mm-hmm. you're like, you know, I mean, dude, everything, everything is fucking different. Now. Yeah. And I don't know if it's for the better. I mean, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't know, but to, I think you should always just, it's only skin. That's what you used to say as a kid. It's only skin. Knuckle it up. It's only and then you just don't bitch about it, and you know. Yeah, no, for sure. For I, we like that's how. Whenever there was an issue on the street, the, my dad would be like, "Yeah, you're gonna like that kid took your baseball bat or whatever. Like, go get it, or like, you know, go go fucking yeah. go. You gotta go get it. Like, you're not coming back in the house without your baseball mitt or whatever. Wait till he's sleeping and then steal his dad's stereo. That'll <laughs> fix him. <laughs> yeah, I lost the, I lost the twenty dollar mitt, but I got a two, I got a system for two grand. Dude, actually, that, I think that's a sign of the times too back then, man. You know, because all the systems, like right now, every car has a fucking phenomenal system. Sure, it's in there, yeah. yeah. But then I meant like stealing stereos. You know what else kids used to take the hood ornaments? Like the oh, Cadillacs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they were big. 
and then uh, you know that that type of stuff. Everybody, at least where I'm from, everybody did that. Yeah, you know? for sure, absolutely. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Fucking love it. All right, I want to talk about some uh, some traits here, some things you do. It's something that's been a hot button issue on the podcast over the last few weeks. I want to see what your thoughts are, and this is where I lean to him not being garbage in his mannerisms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, he run you. As with most Italians, they run a tight ship. Yes. You know what I mean? You're very, you Clean have a lot cut. of convictions about what is trash and what is not. You carry yourself like most most Italian men carry themselves like fucking gentlemen. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. where I think, I think you're all class. You probably came from a, you came, obviously came from a tough background. You know, the laundry, the, the fucking bodyguard to the laundromat's a tough look <laughs> for sure. But I think you're fucking probably all class now. Today's episode is brought to you by Sheath Underwear. Woo! Sheath makes the softest, most comfortable boxer briefs I've ever worn. I literally have them on right now. If you're sick of boxers that are too loose or briefs that are too tight, Sheath is for you. Here's what Sheath does that is unique. It's a stretchy fabric made out of moisture-wicking technology. It feels silky and keeps everything cool, comfortable, and in place, baby, which is important. It's perfect. It's the perfect underwear for working out. Plus, the most unique thing about sheath underwear is that they have dual pouches. That keeps your man parts separated, which prevents them from sticking together, which is huge when you're working out or being in hot environments. Or if you just want to make a little fall activities a little more enjoyable. You know what I mean, big man? I hear you, buddy. And you know what will make pumpkin picking a little more fun? I'll tell you this right now. Making sure your balls aren't stuck to your thigh. (laughs) Because I've made that mistake before. Apple picking, pumpkin picking. I remember last year cutting down the Christmas tree. My nuts were sticking to me like a fucking piece of old fucking baloney. But I'll tell you what. Sheaf underwear can make that happen for you. Make you feeling fresh and clean. No more chafing. No more gross ball sweat. Nothing but comfort and support. Now, for some of you that might not be interested in separating your man parts, I still recommend sheath. All right? I'm a little guy. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. I'm not showing off. I'm not the toughest kid on the block. I wear them normal. All right, You can just wear it like any other pair of boxer briefs, and they're fucking incredibly comfortable. It's unreal. And one more thing, they look good. I have never looked you better in sexy, a pair yeah. of underwear. Dude, I'm telling you what. I put my sheaths on. I got the camo ones. Ooh, I feel like fucking Machine Gun Kelly walking around the My house. girl takes a run at me. <laughs> See you laying on the couch. <laughs> Gang, let me tell you something. I want to finish this out strong. All right. If you're packing like a real big man, you're packing like a real big man. Don't worry about that. Just go to Sheath Underwear and get a pair of the most comfortable underwear you'll ever own. And if you use promo code GARBAGE, you're going to get 20% off your order. That's sheathunderwear.com. Use promo code GARBAGE to save 20%. Now back to the show. How do you feel about brushing your teeth in the shower? Um, you know, listen, it depends. And, uh, I'm not a big, if you want to know, this is where it's going to get really, really, really crazy. I have, uh, I've never had a cavity in my life. Whoa. And what I do is I, I have a whole system when I brush my teeth, I have That's a water pick. Guy, right? the then guy's I, got a water pick. Holy shit. And, then, that and then, I, then I do my, um, the Listerine or whatever. And then I would do a fluoride rinse at night. Before I'd go to bed. See, I never. See, that's. I don't care how many cars you stole. That's fucking clear. A water pick. But I also brush my teeth in the shower in a rush. Yeah. Okay. But okay. So he's not a psycho. Will you keep? Will you keep the toothbrush? You don't keep the toothbrush in the shower when you leave, right? Oh, absolutely not. (laughs) Yeah, there's Adam. There's savages out here doing that. A lot of people, you would be surprised. Who the 
the fuck was that? Animal. I bet you have dishes in this thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah, for sure. It's fucking great. <laughs> um, <laughs> Go ahead, Kip. Um, let's see. Have you ever worn a wife beater in public? Uh, in Florida, absolutely. Okay, yeah, Florida's a little. I forgot about Florida. Okay, okay. I, I'd like to hear his opinion on the uh, on the jersey. Ask him the jersey question. Okay, so you you have to you ha- you have to wear one of the following, right? You're going to a wedding, and the only options you have are sports jerseys, right? Like you have a baseball jersey, a hockey jersey. Obviously, you would not show up to a wedding dressed in a jersey, the gentleman that you well, are. Well, what do you think the classiest of them all is? If you were a gun to your head, your hand up in a bad situation, that's all you got. You got to wear one. What are you wearing out of all the professional sports? Okay, first off, th- uh, I'm going to take this another level of my insanity. <laughs> uh, I don't wear football jer- I don't wear jerseys. I don't put another fucking man's name on <laughs> I agree. I agree. I don't do it either. <laughs> I know <laughs> Unless he's old enough to be my grandfather, but not a dude that's either my age or younger. Are you fucking high? Wearing some 19-year-olds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, You're not wearing a mellow jersey? (laughs) But if you're going to wear one to a wedding... To look like the least of an asshole. You know what I mean? Like, what's the... You might have to go with a baseball jersey because you can put a tie under it or something. (laughs) I'm saying, like, because it buttons up, it's got to be... Like you're, like you're at your Hall of Fame induction ceremony. That's awesome. I've never heard that answer. That's, That's brilliant, great, man. That's brilliant. Ooh, have you? Know, you... It buttons and it comes down, so you can. If you have it, that's all you got. You know what I mean? Oh, oh Jesus man. Christ! We're having a good time. I fucking love it. Have you been to a wedding uh, where somebody? Where no? Where somebody? <laughs> <laughs> No, where somebody wore a jersey. No, no, no. Really? Listen, I'll be honest with you. At any wedding that I went to, if somebody showed up in a jersey, they'd be <laughs> Have you ever seen anybody wear something they shouldn't have been wearing to a wedding where you're like, get a load of, you know, like a short sleeve dress shirt or something? Uh, you know, oh, you know what? I will say this. When my cousins got married, their 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 family side, the it's, other side. It's always the other side where you're like, "Yo, where did you fucking animals come from?" And this guy was stacking his beers on the table, <laughs> and you know, and then my side of the family, somebody went over to him and said, "Listen, you know, you're gonna have to take it off the tables. You know, you're embarrassing yourself and everybody here." <laughs> you know, and he he didn't realize it, but you could tell that guy had, uh, you know. He was stacking the beers like a fucking pyramid. Dude, only the Italians will speak for everybody Everybody when they say you're embarrassing not only yourself, but everybody everybody at this baseball game. There's a lot of good people around here. What are you doing? This guy's a fucking treat me like I'm a half a jerk off over here. Dude, everybody here. It's always it's crazy. always the other side of the family where you're like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Yeah, it's not. It's the people marrying in. I mean, yeah, but know. it's usually the guy or the girl that's marrying in is typically you're like, oh, okay, this seems like a normal person. You meet them, but then you meet their aunts and uncles and cousins and shit, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, this. I mean, it's very rare. You might get a third or fourth cousin in an Italian-American family, but you, you don't see that shit in our, in our family. And by the way, I'm... I'm also German. I mean, I was raised, my mother's Sicilian, and I was raised in a Sicilian, you know, background. 
So there's a lot of pride in, mm -hmm. you know, the two things you should have pride in is in, is in your work and, and your appearance, you know, how you carry yourself. That's what my grandfather would say that, you know, it's your character is everything. Yeah. Like I, I feel like I got, I get my nails done. I get buffed. Ooh, I know it. He's I'm class. telling you. Do and my grandfathers, and they all did that too. I mean, a lot of the gangsters used to do that shit all the time. Yeah, man. for sure. You know, in Philly, you saw you saw the guys that, that that had the suits on. They always had the nails done, and and you looked at them, and you're like, you know, that's a classy guy. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure, dude. The Italians, you guys do that nice. Oh, dude, there's rules that I have when I go, like, you know, like if there's women at the table, they don't reach in their fucking pocket. Oh, love you know, that. Like, the stuff that I, because I was very, to believe it or not, I was very fortunate to be raised by my grandfather. And my mm -hmm. stepfather later on was an older, older Italian guy as well. Like he was 14 years older than my mom. And when I tell you this dude was just fucking suits all the time. You know, I remember one time when we were watching Casino and remember all those suits? And you hear him go, mean guy had suits like that, like the shoes back to the fuck. Like, you know, he was so impressed with the suit. Yeah. You're like, oh, man. <laughs> Speaking of dinner, how do you feel about splitting the check? What are your rules on that? With uh, with the lady? See, no, no, say say you and another couple go out. Let's do so. There's a, it's a double date. No, what do no, you no, do? No. I got it this time. You get it next time. <laughs> For this sure, guys. Class. Yeah. Are you a cash guy? Or you a card guy? Or do you operate with both? Uh, well, it, I'm, now I'm all card. I used to when sure. I was in my twenties. I just used to carry cash on me. <laughs> Yeah. I, I can write it off. I, like I didn't understand taxes when I was in my twenties. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> I bring it out on the corporate Amex, and uh, you know, you, you know, the other thing is the, the see when you you should know, but why, again, we all know because we're of this ilk. When a bunch of when a group of Italian guys go out, okay, and you're waiting on that table, whoever's waiting on that table is probably going to get at like a two hundred percent tip. Get oh, greased yeah, up. I used to love nice. that. Nice. So they're going to drop the check. One of the guys is going to pick it up, and then everybody's going to throw in what they ate as a tip. Yeah. And that's usually how that works. Because mm -hmm. he'll go leave the tip, and then if I had like a $40 or whatever, I'll throw in fucking 30 bucks. Mm -hmm. And everybody, they, the kid walks with like almost 100% sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? That shit was always the best back in the day. You get a couple fucking older Italian guys. They're all getting apps. They're sharing the apps. They got fucking drinks. There's fucking Zambuca, fucking espressos on the table. Next thing you know, some guy shows up. They get a little ink, 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 fucking come out, and they fucking hook you up with a nice tip. It's great. Yeah. Dude, one of my old jokes about uh, was one of my first jokes on a half hour was about Which, us going out to eat. Yeah. Which, you, have, you have the best Italian cash joke, I think, hands down. That's, I mean... Where we count the money, like, oh. and then yeah. when you hit it with like 20 or whatever, whatever the total is, is fucking home run funny, dude. But no, we fight over the tab, man, you know, or, or the other good, this is the other thing that happens too, is uh, like you go out and you go to places, it, it, there's this Italian um, ritual, I don't know, like you'll go out and you'll go to a place where you know you might get comped, mm -hmm. right? So when you go in there, you're you're expecting that, but when they offer it, you tell them no. Sure, yeah, because it's like but it's then, damn right. But then when they do it, you tip now as if there was if we had to pay the tab. So it's this always been that I don't know if it I don't think it's like this anymore because the younger guys lost it. But it ain't it ain't man. Always, there was always that dance like no, you don't have to cop it. I'm here. You know, and then there's things that you do, like you don't let them know until after you pay. 
And then they're like, okay, you, you know, you're, it was always this thing that you showed respect. I can't explain it. There was like uh, a rich no, I know exactly what you're talking about. But I waited tables up until a year ago. I was still waiting tables a year ago, and it was at a fucking burger place in NYU. And let me tell you something. That shit is going away quicker than anything. They're fucking arguing over, oh, well, I only had this and you had that. They fucking are six kids. They hand me 12 fucking credit cards. I remember exactly what you're talking about. That fighting over the check thing, I think about that when I was a kid. And, like, when I see that now, it, like, warms my heart. And it's always, like, somebody like our parents' generation. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. The fucking, you know, my uncle fucking just, like, listen, don't say anything. I'm taking care of the check. Order whatever you want. Or him and my dad fighting over it at the end of the meal. Or the fucking coolest move is one of them would get up, go to the bathroom, bang, 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 and come back. Okay, we're ready to go. That's fucking class. That doesn't exist anymore. And when it does, it's beautiful to see. I had to do that a couple of times, but you, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna one up it. But my, uh, my, my, my godfather, my my uncle, you know, guy I looked up to. Mm-hmm. I, I, he pulled the Tony Soprano when I picked the check up one time, and he. Oh yeah, they get mad at you. He fucking slapped me. What? Yeah, he's, you know, in a, in a, in a loving Sure, way. in like a loving, yeah, yeah, yeah. He went like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you know, and he, the look in his face, he was really upset. And he's like, I appreciate the, je- the gesture, you know, and he was really upset about that. But we joke around about that now. Like, he smacks me in front of, like, we'll go out. <laughs> <laughs> it's real guinea shit. I love it. We'll go out and, and, and I'll say, um, and we'll go to the hostess, right? We do this a lot. And he'll stand there. Of course, it's staged, but it's funny to both of us. And and I'll say, hey, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I want to make a reservation. You know, can you put our name in? And I'll give him my name. And he'll go, what, you, you don't see me standing here? You're going to put your name? And then I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And then he'll smack me in front of the hostess. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, my God. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, you know. Mm-hmm. And then we act like it's normal, but it's like a stupid Andy Kaufman thing we do. <laughs> That's too funny. Dude. That was a waste of fucking a minute. No, no, no. <laughs> it's all class, baby. Ah, I when, love uh, that he holds himself to that standard. It's, I got one. Okay. I got one. When was the last time you were at an Olive Garden? I, I fuck that. I don't even <laughs> know, man. I think uh, when I lived in L.A. one time, we... Uh, we went to one, me and my wife at the time, ex-wife. Um, it was uh, just to get the soup and the salad. Yeah, and oh, it was there you just, go. Awful. How do you feel about oh, cash no. back? You get cash back when you make a purchase? Or with what? <laughs> I, I get points on my card. No, 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 he mean, no, he, mean, <laughs> he means if you go to like Ralph's or whatever and you bought, you're checking out and they go, do you want cash back? And you take, you use it like an ATM. Um, I've done that before a couple times, but you know, that's when I'm in it, when I'm, when I'm going somewhere and I'm like, shit, I want, but I need it to tip. Yeah, it's true. Okay. <laughs> I got a greaser guy. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Like if I, if I'm short, I'll have them take it out and break it up in fives. Sure. You know what I mean? Who do you tip? Where's your, where's your standard on tipping? Who gets a tip? Well, I you, a, you leave, a, you leave a, something a, for the cleaning lady? Slow down. Absolutely. Always. Okay. Whenever, whenever I stay in a hotel, cause I don't have them touch my room. At all, because I don't like people in there. I get skewed out, you know. I get skewed out. It's class. That's Even class. Family that was clipping. A guy was clipping before I was in there. Um, so I, I don't. Did I freeze? Yeah, you're okay. yeah, you're good now. Okay. 
Um, I don't leave um, like I don't leave towels around or anything like that. But at the final end, I'll leave a five or a ten after you know I'll put it sure. on it for her. Um, I'll, my biggest and, and my best move, and I and this is again I suggest this to anybody. Whenever you go out to eat, the the the, the guy that brings the bread and the water. This, it depends on the restaurant. A five can usually do it, but if it's a higher end, you give give him a ten right out the gate. Because I used to wait tables all the time. Okay, and this is this is two things. In an, in a nicer place, you got the front waiter and the back waiter, and they pull the whole thing. That guy always ends up getting fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Number one, but number two, you give him that five, you're gonna see shit showing up <laughs> on, on your table that won't be on the bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Johnny on the spot with the fucking extras. So once you give him that, like if you give him a five or a ten, now you know what he's putting it in his pocket, so it's going somewhere good. Mm-hmm. And then you can say to him, "Hey, can you get me a diet coke?" Or hey, can you get me something? And he's like, sure. Now you know, fuck that. You robbed the restaurant. Fuck you know, fuck. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not. Yeah, he don't give a fuck. You know, he's, he'll start giving you sodas and shit and extra bread. He'll give you sure everything's good. And you know, and he he probably is gonna get that you know robbed anyways from him from the from the scumbag uh, meth addict front waiter. <laughs> sure. Yeah. 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 I know, man. Uh, I love the systems. The hierarchy I, in your head is uh, it's fucking, fucking fantastic. Beautiful. It's so Dude, good. Dude, you go with the uh, when you go to, I'll tell you, this works almost all the time. I don't know how how the car washing places are by you, but I was just gonna ask him about it. You get a, you get a basic wash, <laughs> but and you go give the fucking guy that's drying your uh, your car, mm-hmm. give him, a, and then you tell him, hey man, put the shit on the tires, and and then and then. You know, uh, so so you go right to him. Ah, it's pretty right good. Nine out of ten times, I would say ninety nine point nine percent. They'll do this it. This guy's gonna go all in. He's yeah, gonna put yeah, the yeah. armor on. He'll wipe. He'll even offer to wipe it in the car. You know what I mean? Now, that's not bad. The way that works, so you get a basic wash for say fifteen bucks, right? Mm-hmm. The all in is almost thirty. Yeah, so it works or whatever. Fifteen bucks, right? You pay that. You give him. I was gonna tip him five anyways. So for an extra five now. You've just saved yourself another almost ten bucks. Yeah, I'm just giving it to him. But everybody eats. Everybody enjoys. Sure, yeah, yeah. It's a family party, family style over here. Everybody wins in these situations. Do you always get the tires done without fail? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I got one for you. Have you ever gone to one of the car washes where you spray it down with the hose? Like you do it oh, yourself? Uh, yeah, I did that. <laughs> I live in Tallahassee. That's the only one I went to. And then oh, what? Yeah, yeah. I, I was one of those losers that went away to community college. <laughs> what do you mean? To, to Tallahassee, to TCC, and the only washing thing they had there was the, that thing. Those are for, like, cleaning out dead bodies. That's for, like, getting blood out of your trunk, those things. you all, they, Those open up at 10 p.m., those ones. <laughs> yeah, those things are real shifty in the middle of the night. You're washing down the fucking escort, fucking 2 a.m. Uh, I got one for you too, because yeah, you you travel a lot. You're a fucking you know you're a fucking road dog. Do you will you get food when you're traveling? Will you get food in the terminal and take it on the plane and eat it? Nah, fuck yeah. no. Yeah, I hate yeah, it, I know bro. It. That's like it's 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 inconvenient. It's just not comfortable. Um, I'll be honest with you. I'm I'm able to keep my weight off uh, because I'll do intermittent fasting, and the days that I'm traveling, I won't eat in the airport. Uh, I'll get a black coffee and, you know, and I'll travel that whole day. And then if I get to the hotel at night, if I have to be there to do press the next day, I'll have my first meal like 
after I'm settled in at the mm-hmm. hotel or if it's at the club, I'll get something uh, right before I go up. Okay. That's usually what I do. I think it's a real trash move to like, you are you sit down and, you know, like fucking 31F and then some guy next to you just pulls out like a fucking bear burger or something. <laughs> you're like, yo, what the fuck? I got to sit next to these fried onions the whole fucking time? It's awesome. And, and <laughs> fucking marinate and that little ass tree. He's trying you know, to make it work with tiny napkins and shit. It just can't do it. Yeah. You take your shoes off on the plane? Um, we'll see. Yeah, but not. It's my feet. Uh, like I don't. I'll never show my feet, <laughs> even though they're fucking beautiful. I get the toes done. Everything. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll rip a sock off right now. I tell you. Um, but uh, you know, I usually wear dark socks. Does that make sense? Yeah, everything's so, calculated with you, I feel. You're very calculated. Every move, every gesture, everything's calculated. I have the dark socks, really feet, and all that shit, you know. What about a full-size pillow on the plane? You do that? No. <laughs> Fuck no. Dude, those, those people look like they're going to fucking sleepaway camp. It's like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> it's a two-hour flight. Let's go. Act like a fucking adult. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know. My pillow at home. Sleeping bag and shit roll. <laughs> we got a fucking uh, uh, a John Offered all neck roll. I don't know if you remember him. <laughs> yeah. that big ass fucking sofa. And they're sitting there trying to sleep. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Speaking of pillows, uh, something that we've been uh, throwing around here for a, for a week or two uh, is uh, how many pillows do you use to sleep? How many pillow guy are you? The more pillows, the more garbage. Oh, really? I have four four, like really expensive, nice down pillows that I use, but they, you know, I have a pretty, pretty big bed. So where do they go though? That's the thing. Do Do you you use all four of them? You put one between your legs. You do, you hug one. I I have never, ever kicked the pillow off the bed. So this must make me garbage. Like I I don't, I don't, I don't fucking canoodle with it. (laughs) Some of them just sit alone. They're not, you know what I mean? Sometimes they're. I also like sometimes, like, if one falls off the bed, I can just grab the reserve. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Do it in the middle of the night instead of looking. You just fucking... Yeah. Strong move. Yeah. Strong move. Hold it up a little. But, yeah, I got me... I would say four pillows. And then... But I would say this might... I mean, again, if you even have decorative pillows, I guess it doesn't make you garbage. But if you sleep on a decorative pillow, that's kind of... <laughs> that's kind of... For sure, dude. For yeah. sure. Yeah, you got like you got like the button going into the side of your head or whatever. You mean the one with the cover on it that comes with the with the with the comforter? Yeah, the decorative one. <laughs> the duvet? That's fucking trash. You got the duvets out. Oh, yeah, yeah, your duvet, the duvet pillow is, is your is your pillow. That's fucking garbage. Yeah. That's all they always got a little spit stain on them for people that use them. I was say, the yellow stain pillow. You ever see those? They're like fucking Looks like somebody pissed on it. Yeah, dude, don't come over my house. It looks like a bag of Lay's potato chips right now. <laughs> ah, it's fucking trash. What else dude, you I got, Kip? Keep hitting them. I love this. <laughs> See? All right, let's do some of the basics. These are these are like fucking hot button issues. We we asked we asked these to kind of everybody to wrap it up a little bit. Um, these are our standard ones. They're very very uh, divisive within. The community. Uh, you're, let's do ketchup. Where do you keep the ketchup? Do you keep it in a cabinet or do you keep it in the refrigerator? Uh, cabinet till it's open, and then I put it in the fridge. Excellent. Classic. Classic. How about uh, butter? Is the butter on the counter or is the butter in the refrigerator? Um, 
Well, I have two butters. There's the butter I cook with, which I cook with ghee, and that stays Ooh, in. Oh, that's meat. class. But then the one that I, I put on my bread, I meant, yeah, we, we, we keep it in the fridge, but then, you know, you take it out. Mm-hmm. So it's nice and soft, you know. That's the cla- That's what we're finding out is the class. That's the classy way to do it. What did your mom do growing up? Did she keep it out? Uh, you mean, no, we always, she kept it in the fridge. She kept it in the fridge. Okay, I'm surprised by yeah, that. And, and you know what else was a big thing when I was growing up was that country crock shit. Yeah. Right? They used to think it was healthier, but that became the fucking Italian Tupperware. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some good meatballs yeah, on those things. Yeah, after you put the meatballs and give it to the guests in, like, uh. you know, like, you know, dude, you know, it does. You know how many times I've reached to like butter a fucking bagel and it's been a fucking thing of gravy or something? I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Oh, that's You're good. Like, oh, yeah. But yeah, no, we um that that's the answer to butter thing. Do you fuck with mayonnaise at all? Uh yeah, yeah, I do. I like and, it on a um on a roast beef sub every now and then. And do you use Miracle Whip or do you use Hellman's? It's a big okay. one. People don't realize Mir- Miracle Whip is actually a dressing. Yes, I, and, I'm aware. And it's fucking amazing on mm. bologna sandwiches. I would do bologna and cheese sandwiches with the Miracle Whip, but I don't use it uh, as a regular mayonnaise, just with the bologna and cheese sandwiches. Strictly so it, bologna it has- and cheese. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you that though, because that's a trash sandwich to begin with. A and- bologna and cheese sandwich. You're not, you're not, you're not trying to impress anybody with a fucking with a bologna and cheese. You know. How about chips on the not sandwich? Uh, I mean, when I was fucking eight. Oh, I still do it, dude. <laughs> I still do it. Yikes! You want to know how garbage? how garbage my family is i fucking my my wife caught my mom putting chips on her sandwich like two weeks ago she was like your fucking mom put chips on her sandwich like she was devastated (laughs) when i was uh i was doing a theater in asbury park like maybe two years ago and i took this kid from la with me right and just what a fucking abomination this kid did all the food this kid carlos i mean he's a mexican kid from sacramento Um, he's one of my dearest friends. So my my very dear friend owns uh, Ionelli's on Passionk in South Philly. Right? Okay. Yeah, they've yeah. been there for 100 years. He does the tomato pies, right? Makes the crab gravy, mm-hmm. right? We used to live. So, we used to live right there. We used to live right off Passionk Avenue. Yeah. And uh, it's, you know, it's unbelievable. So the first time I take the kid down, he's, he's with me at the punchline where you guys are. And uh, wait, was that the punchline gig? Anyway, it doesn't matter. We're, we're there. So Vinny's like, yo, come over. I'm, you know, I'm going to cook for, you know, for everybody. Dude, I mean, what a fucking spread, right? Mm-hmm. He's got, he made the crab gravy. We had cutlets. We had fucking uh, uh, like four or five dozen clams. Um, we, he made two tomato pies. He made the fucking um, stromboli. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, oh, you Dude, there was fucking four of us, okay? Four of us. And it was just a... The kid Carlos sits down <laughs> and he doesn't like, I can't eat this and that. He, we had to make him a little bit of fucking spaghetti, right? What? Then, like buttered noodles? What the fuck? No, like regular spaghetti, just with a little fucking gravy, right? And then that that was the start of it. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? You don't know how to eat, right? So then we take them to, uh, our, we had a sponsors at Maruka's, right? The uh, tomato pies in Seaside Heights. Mm-hmm. So we go there to get a pie. This fucking kid starts putting shit all over it. 
like the chili, you know, he's dressing it up and you're like, bro, you got to fucking paste it the way it is in its natural environment. Sure. Yeah. 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 The way the chef intended to. Yeah. 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 So then we took him to Wawa, right? (laughs) Don't embarrass me in here. Dude, you got to get a a Wawa sandwich. Just the Italian sandwich here is the best. I mean, we're hammered. Yeah. Starts putting fucking Fritos on. (laughs) And and my buddy's looking at me like, where the fuck did you find this thing? So now, I told him we got him a Taylor ham with two cold pork roll. Yeah. Yeah. A a Taylor ham sandwich, all right? You know, with the fresh, uh, the fresh bread, everything. Uh-huh. And I said to him, "If you fuck this up, <laughs> you got to eat this now. The way it is, no ketchup yet. You can add it later, but you know." And the kid was like, "I don't know if I can eat it, like without the fucking." I, I go, "You know what, dude? You don't deserve you know, it. You don't deserve any of it. Like it's an abomination that you that I even bought you." That's devastating, man. <laughs> go in I mean, the car. Like, it's like Burr said, man, because uh, he was like, dude, you know, for us, like Italian, when, when, when we're ordering food, it's just, there's going to be a problem. Like, there's always a problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it means so much to us. And I'm not, I don't want to enhance the stereotype, but it's fucking true, man. Yeah. It's true. Like, like right now, I'm, I want to go to Philly. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> so do I, man. The fucking, the, the, the crab gravy, you got me. Dude, you got to check that place out. It's INL. It's, it's unbelievable. Oh, but the, the chips, he started putting the Fritos and, and it's like, I, I don't know how these, I don't know how people eat like this. Yeah, I know. It's a trash, it's a trash move for sure. It's trash, yeah. But I'm saying like, eat it the way it comes. <laughs> I wouldn't do that at a place like that, a place that, that makes, that's special for something. But I'll be honest with you, I'm not going to lie to you. You know what I mean? I consider you a friend. I'm not going to sit here and fucking <laughs> deceive you. I might have put a fucking Frito on a sandwich or two in my day. Nah, dude, if you're getting a fucking hoagie from McDonald's, you're put, or from, from McDonald's, yeah, from Wawa, course. you're of putting course. chips on it as trash. I'm not going to fucking go in there and embarrass myself, but I'm nah, just, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. You can't do that. I just, I just had a place in, uh, a place in, um, Florida that's very, very fucking phenomenal Italian deli meats and, you know, you just let them make it. That's their job. That's yeah. what they do. Mm-hmm. You know, like just eat it in its natural state. <laughs> you know what it is? What it is these days is, is I think the the younger generation, there's so few and far between of those places left. Yeah. You know what I mean? That there is no trust. You know, there is no, this guy's not going to make it the way I like it. You know, they're, they're these kids are eating at fucking Starbucks. And everything's they're made. They're getting sandwiches at fucking Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, everything's, of course they don't trust it. Everything's made to order, like, how you want it now, too. You know what I mean? Like, before, it would just be like, you get it however the fuck it comes out. Yeah, there was never any of that when I was a kid. No this, no that. Where are you guys at there? Right what? now, we're in uh, we're in New York. We're in the East Village. Yeah. Oh, you're in the village. Oh, I was gonna yeah, say, yeah. where where is that? you live? You don't live in the city, do you? I yeah, I live uptown. Astoria. I was gonna say, man, if you can get to uh, uh you ever go to Spumoni Gardens, LMBs? Yeah, it's fucking awesome. No, good. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Oh, fuck. Like change go. your life, unbelievable. But that's fuck, what I'm fuck. saying. There's not a lot of places like that anymore where where it's like you fucking it's like Ben's Ben's uh, grandma slice and on fucking McDougal Street. Yeah, dude, you just don't like I, I, again, man. I, I, this was I'm getting us off topic, so I apologize. That's all right. When I took my wife, it, it, my ex-wife, I keep saying that into fucking Manhattan one time, she wanted to go to this like a nice place for a Friday night dinner, which I get that they want to dress up. They want to go out. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're on the road, a lot of people don't realize, like, you know, and I've been a road dog for, I've been doing it 23 years, but I've been on the road hard, I'd say, about 17, 16 or 17 yeah. years of that. You know? And when you're married or you're in a relationship, you, you know, eight Tuesdays don't equal one Saturday. Right? <laughs> sure. So, so when you get those weekends, you got to make it count. And so I brought her with me. We stayed over. I was up there seeing family and friends. You know, I have a lot of family in Brooklyn. And, you know, um, so we go to the first night, we go to Beauty in Essex. Yeah. Right. When that just opened up, my buddy called. We got the reservation. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, I said, this night is for you. This is for you. Okay. But tomorrow night's for me. And we went there, you know, they didn't beat you up that bad. It was nice touch. You know, it's cool. You're going through the fucking music store or whatever. Sure. It's great. I took her to L&B's on Saturday. We had fucking squares and muscles. And and afterwards I was saying, now you're telling me that shit last night. <laughs> Is that what you're going to tell me? Are we even going to fucking make that argument? And of course uh. it was. It's squares yeah. and muscles. That's the fucking best. Such guinea shit, dude. I love it so much. Squares and muscles. I uh, oh, I love, dude. Muscles are the trashiest shellfish, but they are the fucking best, man. Good night. Fish move that you're not supposed to do, but I do, and this is real guinea. This is like guinea trash 101. I put uh, grated cheese on my white clam sauce. You're not supposed to? But I'll do that. I'll fucking I put cheese on everything. You said that like you make your own rules. Yeah. You sounded like Clint Eastwood. You, I'll tell you right know. now. I'll put Parmesan <laughs> on my fucking on my clam. I don't give a shit who's sitting at the owner's table. <laughs> oh, man. That's so funny. But I. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody fucking move and get me the pecorino. Forget uh, about it. Dude. Oh my! That's so God. funny. I, uh, your boys with Verzi, so I go on the road with Verzi a lot, and every whatever city we're in, we fucking yeah, he does it classy. We go, we find like some fucking some wine bar, some who go get you know first sticks. He's smoking cigars all the time, and then most people go out to like dive bars or whiskey or whatever. Dude, we go out. He's we find like this lounge. He orders like meat and cheese plates, and everywhere we go. He takes a bite. He goes, tell me you've never had something. You've never had something that good ever in your entire fucking life. You never had. Try this with that piece. You never fucking. Italians always want to prove that what they're having in that moment is the best thing in the world. You're not going to find that shit in Jersey. I'll tell you that right now. If you're a guest at anybody, and the minute at you, if you notice before you take, everybody's staring at you before you take the first bite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you take it. And then. <laughs> And then they're like, huh? Uh, what the fuck? What did I tell you? <laughs> wow. Brent Ertz, ladies Dude, and gentlemen. 100% class in my book. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. I don't care how many fucking... <laughs> how, many, how many cars he's boosted, how many subwoofers he's stolen. <laughs> Who you stabbed in Florida? <laughs> one car. One. <laughs> <laughs> one car that the government needs to know about. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I one. <laughs> Buddy, is there anything you want the uh, the folks out there to know before we get you out of here? You got anything coming up? Anything you want to promote? Um, I, I I would say that I I am more garbage than uh, anything, but we didn't really get into the other stuff. <laughs> well, so, so you you redeemed yourself, but you carry yourself as a gentleman. That's where it is now. Like you're very you have a lot of convictions. You have a lot of opinions on how things should be done. That's class. People yeah. that are like and, and, shopping and, and, in their fucking pajamas are garbage. No, nah, dude, I, again, and I, I think that goes back to the punching in the face thing. I mean, when, when, when you're not, you know, if, if there's no threat of, of you getting dropped, 
Oh know, yeah. If you if you haven't been your, had your ass kicked, and you know I'm not. I talk about it in my act. I couldn't tell you how many. I could not. I swear on everything. If you asked me to put a number on it, I couldn't tell you how many fights I've been in my life. But I will tell you this: that I've got about nineteen strong losses. Like, <laughs> like fucking epic. And if you've been beat and put in a hospital and fucked up, and you know you you learn, you know you learn that you mm-hmm. know you got to carry yourself a little cautiously. You know you got you got. Sure. There's ways to do that. And and I think a lot of younger dudes, especially, they talk fucking reckless. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And there's that yelling at people and shit because nobody's getting fucking... Well, there's rocked. no consequence. We got... Some guy yelled at us like a couple of weeks ago. We were outside having a beer smoking. He's like, you're not a lot of smoke over here. And like, like made this big scene. And I'm like, he's never been punched in the face because if I go back at him... We're gonna, it's we're gonna end up fighting, and I'm like, I'm not yeah. fighting on the in broad daylight. But he doesn't in his head. Getting punched in the mouth is not a not a consequence, not a possibility. Yeah, we bitched up pretty quick. I'll be honest. <laughs> I put that cigarette right out. Like, Ooh, son of a <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, but see, I would have been like, uh, you know what? You may be right, but you know, that's not how you talk to people. Like, yeah. there was a kid in Sacramento. I mean, I'm one of those dudes where I, uh, you know. I would rather fight a dude that I know I'm going to lose to than like fight a kid I know I can beat. Sure, there's no fun in that. Yeah, unless unless he's just you know needs to to be put in check. I mean, when I was younger, I'm not talking about now. Now now I'm fucking you know now I'd, I'm, I'm my shoulder hurts. I do this. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But um, there was some kid up in Sacramento when I was just up there that you know you could just tell this motherfucker is never. I meant like just dismissive, just no, no type of male etiquette. You know what I mean? And it takes, it takes people back. You're like, I I sit there and go, am I, am I crazy? What the fuck's happening here? I like how mad he gets. It's so great. No, it's kid, And and, you know, he's like one of those jerk off guys with like the mustache and the mullet look, you know, know, he's just, this is how he gets attention. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just very dismissive. And it it was me observing more. And then until me and him had a little, you know, thing. And I, I just told him, us, you know, I'm not going to fucking smack him because, you know. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's like hitting a chick. I wouldn't know I was going to do that. <laughs> I'm just thinking to myself, this dude has never, ever either seen somebody get fucking hurt. Because that'll do it. If you see someone get, if you see someone get fucking tattooed, you're oh, like, man. I'm done. I, I'm good. Yeah. I tell you to this day. Okay, the most disturbing thing I've ever seen, and I didn't even see it because I was going to my car because I was just getting the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. I, I came out of a Denny's, and, and by the way, that's what <laughs> and there were these, these two crews were fighting in the these two groups were fighting in the in the fucking parking lot, right? So I'm getting to my car. I'm not going to stick around. You know what I mean? I don't know if somebody's going to pull out, start sure. shooting, whatever. And this dude had a bat. And I see it in the corner of my eye, right? The kid runs, and you hear that ah. fucking. It, it was so fucking disturbing. If the kid with the mustache had heard that, oh yeah, he wouldn't have a fucking mustache. He wouldn't know how to fucking talk to people because you, you know, you see shit. Shit can go from zero to one hundred really quick. Yeah, it's true. I mean. <laughs> And I don't know. I think that's a. I mean, I don't want to sound like a bitch now, but I think it might be a good thing that things aren't like that anymore. Sure, no. understandable to no, an extent, yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's too funny, like, Brett. Or- just watch Cobra Kai, and I'll be in. Uh, 
where am I? Oh, I'll be in uh, Naples at Off the Hook Comedy Club October 2nd through the 5th, if you're in the area. Cool. Very nice, buddy. Congratulations on Cobra Kai again. It's fucking awesome. Kippy, what do you got for him out there? Guys, just like we said, the live show at the Punchline. Yes, uh, get them tickets, folks. On uh, September 24th, 7 p.m. Get those fucking tickets. It will sell out. Uh, And also uh, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes and on YouTube as well. Yeah, and post those pictures of your tees. Uh, If they haven't gotten there yet, just hang in there. They're going to all be there. We love you guys, and uh, we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.